Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the Federal Minister of Agriculture announces some changes to agri-stability, but the reference margin remains under review. We have comments from the Agriculture Minister and Farm Reaction. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. The high zero today. The low minus 10. Tomorrow mainly cloudy. Wind southeast 30. The high minus 6. Wind chill minus 20 tomorrow morning and minus 14 tomorrow afternoon, the low minus 10. Friday, sunny with a high plus 1, the low minus 2. Saturday, sunny with a high plus 5, the low minus 10. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 3, the low minus 9. Monday, partly cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 11. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 6. Normal high for this date, minus 9, the normal low, minus 21. The sun rose at 8.55 this morning. It sets at 4.56 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, Maple Creek and Cypress Hills in the southwest at plus 2. The cold spot, Uranium City up north at minus 26. Estevan is minus 1, Saskatoon minus 2, Swift Current 0, Weyburn minus 1, Yorkton is minus 7. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's minus 3, that's 26 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest at 10. Humidity 82%, the barometer rising 101.2. Cloudy and Moose Jaw plus 1, winds are from the west-northwest at 18. Once again, Regina, cloudy and minus 3, that's 26 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau says improvements are coming to farm support programs. After a meeting with her provincial counterparts yesterday in Ottawa, Bebeau says farmers can use private insurance programs without being penalized through the Agri-Stability Program. Just opening the door uh, to producers to, to go to uh, private insurance in addition as a top-up. And this is something that we have been asked for, and uh, we believe that it will, uh, working together, it will uh, be of greater support to our producers. We have had a, a much uh, longer conversation on the strengths and weaknesses of our tools, and uh, we have asked our uh, officials to uh, pursue the analysis of all the uh, business risk management programs uh, so they can get back to us. Uh, in July, uh, in April, actually, so that in July we are in a position to make further decisions to improve the business management uh, and the support to our farmers because we recognize that they are facing higher risks, different type of risks, climate and trade related, mainly. Bebo says a pilot project will be done in Manitoba and the Maritimes to see if using tax returns can reduce paperwork to receive farm support payments. Farm groups have called for coverage levels in agri-stability to be restored to 85% from the 70%, but Bobo says more discussion is needed because of the cost. We thought that it would be more appropriate to start by uh, doing a review of the programs and making sure um, 
that whether uh, or when we're ready to put more money on the table, uh, well, we would do it toward the, the right program. So we thought that we should have further discussions, further analysis of the different business risk management uh, programs and uh, to have you know, more discussions around that and to see how we can improve them uh, later, well, next year. Babo says she discussed the issue of a possible rebate on the carbon tax on the cost of fuel used for drying grain this fall and winter with Prairie Agriculture Ministers. I've asked them to provide, to help me gather more information um, on the situation if I want to, you know, evaluate properly the impact on the sector and, uh, you know, why we we have this price on pollution. We want to encourage every industry to... um, to work towards uh, decreasing the uh, the emissions, but in the same time we recognize that agricultural and rural, uh, you know, the agricultural sector may face high, uh, other type of challenges. So this this is why we have already uh, put some exemption on gas, on uh, diesel, uh, card lock. Uh, Yes, as well, and we have already um, agreed to an exemption to greenhouse heating. Uh, so in this in this in this same mindset, I would say I would need more information, and this is why I've asked the ministers to support us and to provide more data and information, so we can see if we have, if we have a good case to uh, you know to consider an exemption as we did for the greenhouses. Federal and provincial agriculture ministers will hold their annual meeting in Guelph, Ontario in July, but they have also scheduled an additional get-together in April. Coming up, Agriculture Minister Dave Merritt and APAS Reaction. Hello folks, Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galve balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds. They're held over. They're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt welcomes the enhancements announced yesterday to the Agri-Stability Farm Support Program. Merritt says the improvements are welcome, but he wants more to come. Well, I, I feel pretty good about it, Jim. It's uh, some things that uh, Saskatchewan had taken to the table, can, you know, on things that we thought we could improve the agri stability program on, and on, uh, you know, on the private insurance was the there was a discussion about it, and hopefully we can, you know, we'll see those changes in for next year in 2020, where they will remove uh, any income that a farmer gets through uh, private insurance won't be deemed as an income against their agri stability. What about reference margin? That's another big thing that farm groups yeah. have been asking. Yeah, and that's something we took to the table. And, uh, you know, they're going to, uh, the officials are going to work on it now through the winter in, in April. They're going to put some options on the table for all the provinces to look at. And then uh, in July, we'll have a good discussion on going forward on what options uh, we can, you know, we can all agree on 
obviously there's uh, financial implications to doing some of those things, Jim, as I'm sure every, uh, all producers do know. So uh, we'd all have to take it back to our finance ministers, treasury board, and of course cabinet to get a- approval on on just what that impact would be t- to each uh, province. So that's. But I, I'm I'm sure glad to see that it, they're looking at some changes that we could make to obviously enhance the the program. But I think with the with the private insurance piece being adjusted, that's going to have a huge impact for producers here in the province. What about the uh, carbon tax rebate on fuel used for grain drying? How what? was your thoughts on what the minister said she wants to hear more well and that's exactly where we had a meeting with her prior to the uh, whole assembly there was uh, alberta manitoba and, and ourselves in the room and we raised this issue with her with the carbon tax and the impact of it we had raised it with her when she was here for aggravation as well jim and we are looking for examples and uh, if your listeners have some good examples to show us that we'd sure encourage them to get them into us so we could put some data together yeah, the more we can put together, the that's that's what they're looking for to show the impact on just what the carbon tax is having for them. Now, on another topic, you announced this morning moving the extension office from Watrous to Humboldt. What's the uh, reasons behind that? Well, the, the, the probably the, the biggest reason, Jim, is the office just wasn't being utilized. Uh, you know, we've been monitoring and watching it quite a bit, and. Uh, Last year, there was 70, just over 70 walk-ins into the facility, and uh, we're just looking at being more utilized uh, in Humboldt and and moving it there. You say it's just an effort to improve services, enhance services in Humboldt? Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly what it was, is just to improve it there and to utilize, obviously, the the employees and the office, and and obviously it'll be more utilized out uh, out of that center. Agriculture Minister David Merritt. APAS President Todd Lewis welcomes the changes announced to the Agri-Stability Support Program, but says more is also needed. Lewis is happy to see Agri-Stability remains under review, but improving the reference margin is a key requirement. He says most farmers won't qualify for Agri-Stability because of the low reference margin, so the top-up insurance relief is welcome, but won't have much impact. He says producers will need some support for financing for next spring. And he adds the 70% reference margin needs improving. I think the 85% is, the, is you know, the what uh, farm groups from across the country, you know, under the Agro Coalition have asked for. And we, we want to see uh, those that program improved. And if we're not going to see improvement, you know, what other what, what other program are you going to have? This is uh, for business risk management. It's, it's all predictable. And uh, when changes were made years ago, we said that the program wasn't going to be effective. And here we are. With a program that is a paying out, and uh, there's some real uh, hardship on the, at the farm gate in a lot of in a lot of cases here with the difficult harvest we had last fall, and and also with the trade issues we're having. So you know these programs are don't seem to be designed to uh, pay out when uh, we need it the most. So for yesterday's announcement of making some improvements, it's good, but it's just not enough. Yeah, absolutely. And as I say, the the top up insurance part is uh, is good, but farmers have to uh, qualify for that insurance. If you have difficult years, uh, you know we should be looking at that. One of the resolutions in our recent AGM was to ask the crop insurance maybe look at a top up program. Uh, so I, you know we hope uh, to see some uh, movement on crop insurance on that particular uh, resolution. But no, overall, you know those changes are welcome, but uh, it's not going to be much help at the immediate help for uh, producers who need it this winter and uh, going into next spring. Babo says she's willing to look at hearing from the agriculture ministers more about the possible rebate on fuel used for grain drying this fall. Your reaction there? 
Well, I think that's welcome news. We'll certainly provide more information. As At APAS, uh, we put costing numbers out last year that uh, really haven't been argued with, and we have some hard numbers now with the... Uh, you know, the added costs on, on individual producers' bills. And I think one of the other hidden costs is uh, the carbon tax electricity as well. Uh, you know, really record amount of uh, electricity used to aerate this past year's crop. And, you know, that's something that isn't being considered either. So, you know, I think we need an exemption on the electrical part as well. And so we're, you know, I think uh, we'll provide her with that information. And hopefully the province will as well. And uh, maybe, maybe we've got a little bit of uh, softening on that position. But I think, uh, you know, there's, she also spoke about maybe some other short-term uh, help and you know, I think with no changes coming in, in within the agri stability, I think we need to uh, start the conversation uh, about a, perhaps a trade mitigation policy of some sort or another. We put out a, a paper on that uh, earlier in the fall, and I think that's something we're going to certainly push hard on in, uh, in the new year. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell $1.80 at 426.68. Oats dropped 683 at $207.49. Number one red spring wheat declined $4.88 at 217.24. The rest were unchanged. Durham 266.39. Feed barley 157.68. Flax 521.35, lentils 419.50, yellow peas 244.89, and feed wheat 156.83. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat is down one and a quarter cents at 5.37 and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, December the 18th. The last sale of the year here for us, 500 head in the short, 375 cows and bulls, a total of 875 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 72 to 82, sales to 83, 84, D3 cows, 60 to 70, cows are averaging 75.50. Good bulls, 85 to 95, sales to 99 to a dollar. On to the pre-sort sale. Some highlights on the steer side. 500-pound red Angus steers at 229, 575-pound steers 226, 650-pound steers 207. My favorite pen, 710-pound tan steers two dollars, and 775-pound steers at 186. Onto the heifer side, 500-pound red Angus heifers topped out at 197, 575-pound heifers 180, 650-pound heifers 176 and 710-pound heifers at 174. These big yearling heifers selling well. Preg test open heifers weighing 1,050 pounds, topped out at 163. Our first pre-sort sale of the new year will be Wednesday, January the 8th. 1,700 head booked for that sale, and our next bred cow sale will be Friday, January the 24th. What a crazy fall run we had here in Yorkton, the busiest run for me in 20 years. All of us here looking forward for the Christmas break, that's for sure. And at this time, Russ, myself, and all the Heartland staff would like to wish all our current customers, new customers, a very Merry Christmas filled with good health, peace, peace, and happiness. And thank you for all of your support. To everyone at CKRM radio station, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, a job well done over there. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Holidays. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. 
Thanks, Harp. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,100 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 114 to 147 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,600 head, selling a range of 115 to 150 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is down 10 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3160. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.31 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are higher at the midweek point, with all reporting regions up. The Western Corn Belt region is currently 7% off the three-year average pace, and despite the recent strength in the region, the market for uncommitted hogs appears to have cooled somewhat for now. The national region, on the other hand, has shown itself to be more resilient this year and is at levels just pennies under the highest year in 2017. National is 6% higher than the 3-year average and is poised to finish the year at its highest level in the post-2014 era. Meanwhile, lean hog futures have shown some signs of life in recent sessions and have exhibited a higher trend overall since December 9th. All observed contracts except for the nearby are trading higher than the 3-year average cash settlements, which April and May show in premiums over 20%. However, futures values have a way to go before reaching highs seen last April and are arguably lower than expectations considering losses due to ASF and recent news that the China-USA Phase 1 trade deal will be signed in the new year. And the outlook today, partly cloudy skies. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour and a high today, zero. The low, minus 10. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy. Wind southeast, 30. Not as mild. It's supposed to be a high of minus 6 Thursday. Wind chill, minus 20 tomorrow morning. Minus 14 tomorrow afternoon. The low, minus 10. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's minus 3. That's 26 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest to 10. Moose Jaw, cloudy and plus one. Winds are from the west-northwest at 18. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus three. That's 26 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.